0: Are you bonded? Uh, my my brothers are bonded with me. We the, are one. One body. One spirit. One church.
1: Amen. Hey, Hello, everybody. everybody. <laughs> this has been the Twenty Three Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening.
0: Yes, I came back from the brother bonding. A lot of people have asked me if I got caught in the blizzard that hit uh, Rapid City. The blizzard of seventy eight. No, the bl. I, that, There was a blizzard of 78. I was
1: talking about Route 78 in South Dakota. This this was the
0: the blizzard of Rapid City, South Dakota last week. Yes. And we left early to avoid the blizzard. And you got home safely. I got home safely.
1: We had a great weekend here. Wonderful. Confirmation. It was very nice. What a beautiful day, too. It was just gorgeous outside. And
0: beautiful inside. It was. It was both. We had our first formal class of confirmation yes. I, I say that rather cautiously because we also had confirmation at the easter vigil sure yeah that is an important distinction but we did have so now we've co- completely covered all the bases with our new church building
1: we are rounded third base we've gotten to home plate and, and we
0: are into the second, second inning. inning hey and, hey and i want to give a shout out to a couple more people remember two weeks ago two weeks i ago. said I've put out a challenge. Is there anybody south of here that <laughs> listens? Is, is there anybody east of here that listens? And I heard Karen and her son, uh, Tyler, Tyler in Florida. Listen faithfully. Hi, Karen. Uh, hi, Karen. We miss you and, t- Tyler, too. and Tyler and Tyler and Tyler. Well, that's anyway, I love and, Tyler. And then Ryan in New York city also listens.
1: We've hit the big apple.
0: Okay. So let's, where do we go from here?
1: I think we stay in Perrysburg.
0: <laughs> no, we we want more <laughs> listeners from afar. Now I'm looking outside of the country.
1: I think you're getting greedy.
0: No, no, no. I'm just challenging people. <laughs> anyway, it's good to be back, back into routine. I always say, you know, when when I'm in routine, I can't wait for a break because that's when all good things happen. And then when I'm, on a break, I say, I can't wait for routine because that's where the real things happen.
1: Well, there's some real things happening here this weekend. Talk about first times. This weekend, we this have weekend, three weddings.
0: Three weddings. in the same weekend. One on Saturday, Friday night, one on Saturday morning, one on Saturday afternoon.
1: And then if we have energy, we have four regular weekend masses after that.
0: Yeah. It's going to be great, and a good time is had by all.
1: Yeah, it'll be wonderful. It's going to be a good weekend, and
0: wonderful couples. All the weddings this year are just just incredible. The the level of faith, the commitment to marriage. Uh, sure. It's been really a beautiful experience.
1: I just met with a couple before we uh, started podcasting today, and they're just both. They're excited about the sacrament. They're excited about the ceremony. Uh, couples really. I have fun meeting with couples, picking music and giving. Oh, they
0: love meeting with you. In fact, I told you the one bride said to me. She said. The highlight of all the marriage preparation was meeting with Michael. As sh- I she, she said that to me, face-to-face to, face to I- me, <laughs> and I, I just smiled, and her fiancé said, do you know what you just said? And she said, yeah, and I said, I heard it.
1: <laughs> I pay them to say that kind of stuff. Okay, I've got uh, another. I've been having fun asking you these. So social media question. This is from last week, but we didn't record last week because you were gone. So this is one that we uh, posted on our social media last week. I'm looking for the day. I'm stalling. I'm looking for the day. Okay. It was on October 9th. So that would have been last Wednesday. And the question, Father Herb is what name did your parents almost call you? I don't know. You do <laughs> I don't. This I was is, going to
0: try to come up with something clever. This
1: has been very. Remember, I'm the
0: seventh son. I think they had run out of boys' names
1: at that point. They just had to. I go did with...
0: ask my mom once. I said, "Where did you even get the name Herbert?" Yeah. It was not as uncommon then as it is now. Yeah. And uh, she said, "Well, I knew some Herberts in town, and I always thought it was kind of a nice name." And that's it. That was it. So nothing deep or profound. However. However, as I say that, yeah. my second name is Francis. That's a great name. And I'm named after my father. Although not quite. My I grew up <laughs> by Francis of Assisi. Right. And my father's name, he was actually baptized in German, uh-huh. Franz. But his middle name is Xavier. So he was Francis Xavier. Oh, different Francis. F- FX Weber. That, yeah. He went by FX Weber. Isn't That's that pretty cool? cool. That is so cool. But anyway, so I, I think... I think I had that special bond with my dad.
1: If your dad were around for like blogging and website building, that would be a cool name for a blog.
0: FX Weber.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or
0: just FX.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's also a cable channel. I think <laughs>
0: Yeah, we don't want to go there.
1: Hey, um, are you going to ask me the same question?
0: Oh yes. Uh, now, you now that notice, you notice,
1: you notice how I always ask him questions, but he's never interested enough to reciprocate. Well, that's because you come prepared.
0: Well, I know that my <laughs> mind's on the scripture. I came prepared to talk about scripture, okay. but real quickly. Okay. What other name would your parents have given? Well, you? Well,
1: if I was a girl, I was going to be Elizabeth. So thank God that didn't end up being my name. Cause it would be awkward. Would
0: you woman. be Elizabeth or Liz or Liz, Lizzie? I don't know. Or, or Beth.
1: I would just like Michael. Perf- personally <laughs> but actually when I was born m- my mom couldn't decide if she, my middle name is Brandon she didn't know if she wanted me to be Michael Brandon or, or Brandon, Brandon Michael. Michael so there was probably like two days before they actually committed to it
0: so okay that's so that's my you, story okay so you were unnamed for a couple of days you know I've always been named I've been named child of God got it <laughs> Let's talk about scripture. How's that sound? Let's because is that the real reason people are tuning in? I don't think so, honestly. I, <laughs> I'm not sure. Sure, they are. They want to know all about praying always. Oh, are yes. you ready for this gospel?
1: This is a good one. We had a good discussion on this yesterday during our our, our staff, staff meeting. meeting. Yeah.
0: chapter 18 of Luke. We're working our way through Luke's gospel. Chapter 18 already. I think I will read it because it's short. Good, because when I read it at staff yesterday, you started laughing. I didn't get through it. You started laughing and and, (laughs) everybody's going to know why you started laughing. Once I read it, go ahead. Jesus told his disciples a parable about the necessity for them to pray always without becoming weary. He said, there was a judge in a certain town who neither feared God nor respected any human being. And a widow in that town used to come to him and say, render a just decision for me against my adversary. For a long time, the judge was unwilling, but eventually he thought, "While it is true that I neither fear not fear God nor respect any human being, because this widow keeps bothering me, I shall deliver a just decision for her, lest she finally come and strike me." The Lord said, "Pay attention to what the dishonest judge says. Will not God then?" Secure the rights of his chosen ones who call out to him day and night, will he be slow to answer them? I tell you, he will see to it that justice is done for them speedily. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? So I didn't laugh. You didn't laugh. It was at the part that the the woman's going to come and hit him on the head.
1: No, I I just found <laughs> that line about well, this guy. He's like, well, yeah, I don't fear God or respect any human being. I find it so. It's
0: it's really written arrogant. It's almost like uh, tongue in cheek the way it's written. Yes, the judge did not respect God, re, fear God, or respect any human being, and he says, well, I don't. fear god or respect any human being
1: but because this widow keeps bothering that's the best part too well she doesn't leave me alone so yeah but jesus
0: used hyperbole a lot he did and often he would even he would talk about god who is all good yeah and all caring almost comparing god to the unjust judge yeah so just because the unjust judge is negative Doesn't mean that God is negative, but it takes like the good quality, uh, namely that God will hear the prayer in the end. Sure. So what do you take to mean pray always?
1: Yeah. So this is, we kind of broke this open a little bit yesterday and I've been thinking about that. I even was thinking about this a little bit during our holy hour earlier today as well. Um, I think it's a couple of things. I think, actually, Claire and I were talking about this today uh, this morning before I came to work. So in our, in our, um, family room, you've seen them before. Claire made these beautiful, um, pieces. Is it Jesus and Mary, but she's actually burned them into pallet wood. Yes. I Remember these? Seen it. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's an icon of Mary and an icon of Jesus, uh, that she actually burned into the wood. There, there are small pallets. Uh, and we hang them on the wall. They're really cool. And since we've been redoing some stuff around the house, they're going to get hung in our addition in the coming weeks. And today we were kind of debating where we were going to put them. And she said, Well, what if we put them up a little higher? So they're, you know, they're kind of above everything. And you know, the ceiling is this kind of a point in this thing that's literally pointing to heaven. And then, of course, I was the jerk that said, well, remember, dear heaven doesn't actually have a physical location. I just had to get that in there. Oh, uh, my. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we we talked that, about that.
0: That, that moved the, the discussion along very well. Yeah.
1: I don't know if I'm going back home today or not. <laughs> uh, but then I talked to I talked about, yes, of course, we want we want Jesus. We want our faith to be set apart. We want it to be. um something that's reserved and very special in our lives. But I was on team. I think I want to kind of hang these on the same plane with everything else in the room, kind of level with kind of the new windows that look out into the backyard. Uh, And I, of course, tongue in cheek said, because it's almost like a representation of like their integration into everything else that we are as a family. So they're not just set apart, but they're also integrated and woven into the daily moments of our lives. Little did I know this conversation was going to come up on the podcast today, but I think this is a good image of what praying always is, is that we we set our faith apart, especially when we do holy things like receive the sacraments. We go to mass, but we can't just reserve that for one hour a week on Sunday. So it's
0: not just either or, but both and yes, there's time just for active prayer There's also time for integration of prayer with who you are, what you decide, how you think. Yeah.
1: So I think it has to be, to pray always doesn't mean to literally
0: be on your knees all day. Well, if you look at history, there have always been some people who have taken it literally and say, boy, that is the ideal. So you had the early desert fathers in the 3rd, 4th century, mm-hmm. they they left society. They literally went out in the desert, and they prayed always. They prayed all day long. Yeah. They were the ancestors to the modern-day monastic life. Mm-hmm. And many of them ended up memorizing much of the Bible and per- pretty much all 150 psalms because they would pray them every day. That's a lot of psalms. By the way, that's kind of that's one of the sources of the beginning of the rosary because people did not know the psalms could not read them. So they substituted a the Hail Mary for each of the 150 psalms. So you had 150 Hail Marys divided by 10, 15 decades. So the joyful, the sorrowful, and the glorious mysteries. I did not know that. Well, that's why you stick with me because I tell you all kinds of things. You're so smart. But but that was the, the layperson's ability to pray always mm. because you, you still have to work and you have to work for a living. So then they would break that up and maybe do it over three days instead of in one day. Yeah. Uh, but the idea, uh, the the monks still pray four or five times a day. If you're with the Cistercian monks who are more strict, like the Trappist, mm-hmm. they, they would pray, like, I think the first one is maybe 3.30 in the morning, five, 5 o'clock in the morning, whatever, throughout what the you day. Do. That's do what you do. Uh, that's what I do, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the Benedictine monks, when I was down there in May for retreat, I heard the bells ringing for the morning prayer. I, I, I want to say maybe it's five o'clock. I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. I, I joined them for the second set of hours of prayer, but not the first.
1: I've even found in my own prayer life, now that it's getting darker in the mornings here, even, I mean, it's still dark out at seven o'clock in the morning now. It's harder for me to get moving to make time yeah. to pray in the morning. But mornings. the
0: whole concept was you are sanctifying the day, not literally praying every minute sure but you stop and you know what we did like when i was growing up we not only said morning prayer as a family Mm -hmm. we prayed before every meal we prayed after every meal yeah you know a lot of people say grace before the meals well there's also a prayer of thanksgiving after every meal yeah when i was in school we prayed at the beginning of every class and so in the evening we had our family rosary together so we did sanctify the day by turning our attention to god maybe six or eight times a day. Yeah, That can still be done. Now, this particular gospel, however, is not just praying always. It's prayer of petition. Mm-hmm. The woman, the widow, is not saying, I want it my way. She says, I want justice. And the judge is unjust. So she she's not really saying... Judge, I'll hit you in the head if you don't give me my way. She's saying, I'll hit you in the head if you don't do justice. Hmm. And justice means that he's not watching out just for himself or, you know, who who pays him more. Right. Justice means that he's looking at the law and trying to apply it.
1: So when you look at, because I like to have practical things for people to take away, other than trying to find new people to listen to the podcast in a different state. But
0: that's pretty practical. We're going to put a map. Or maybe impractical.
1: We're going to put a map up on the the room, uh, the wall of this room with all 50 states.
0: Today I we're need somebody to, from Tennessee. To, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but I, I, I do like to have practical things that we can walk away from. And, and as we talked about. Um,
0: or walk away with.
1: That's what I meant. Thank you. But as we talked about this at our, our staff meeting yesterday, you know, we were saying, imagine a faith community in which those of us gathering on Sunday are enriched through the liturgy. As, and we're communally praying together, but it's enriching that individual prayer life that we carry throughout the week as well. And it's kind of like this, this synergy, this both and, between the, the communal and the individual dimension of prayer.
0: The, the Sunday liturgy, which is the highlight of, of the week. Yeah. Just a few minutes ago, we were talking about favorites, and somebody on the staff asked me, what's my favorite day of the week? I think they thought I was going to say Wednesday, that's my day off, away, away, uh, uh, away from you guys. No, I said Sunday. Of course it's Sunday because that's where it all comes together. Yeah. So the Sunday liturgy is the, the summit of any prayer and all experiences of the week. Uh-huh. But it's also where everything flows through the rest of the week. And I don't know if you've ever noticed it. If you have a mass where you have people who have been praying all week, suddenly the the sunday liturgy or whatever the liturgy is it just rings out sure. that happens many times in retreats oh, you have a weekend retreat and then the closing mass because you've been praying together you've been sharing together you've been building community together yeah when we had the mass of dedication of the church mm-hmm. a year ago that hit me more than anything else it was the the power of the prayer both spoken and unspoken sung and not sung, that came out. And when the people in the church started belting out the glory to God in the highest, Mm -hmm. I I started crying.
1: I have, I'll be honest, Mm -hmm. I have not heard anyone in that church sing like that since that moment on October 11th, 2018. People brought it all together. Challenge, guys. This weekend, bring it. We're doing a new song this weekend, by the way.
0: Notice how his brain works. I said
1: sing. No, it works. Sing. Song. This weekend. New
0: Done. Okay. I would like to hear the new song in a few minutes, but let's stay with this a little bit. <laughs> now, by the way, you can all hear the new song when you come to church this Sunday. There you go. Unless, unless you live in Tennessee. <laughs> you can watch it uh, being streamed. Uh, 23.Church. But pay attention to what the to what the dishonest judge did. The ju- he gave in. is Does God give in to us? Are we changing God's mind by prayers of petition, yeah. or is it something more profound? Yeah. I think when we petition God, we're not changing God's uh, thought pattern of what's good for us, but we are changing our relationship with God, and we're saying we are dependent on God. Mm-hmm. We can't do it alone. You know that song, Lord, I need you. Yeah. How true. And every every hour I need you, is that the word for Yeah. Every hour, every hour, I need you. And so it's like we have to keep going back and saying, "I'm, I am helpless on my own." Now, I'm not helpless on everything, but I'm helpless in, in all that really counts.
1: So, earlier when I was talking about walking away with something that we can kind of grasp onto this week, what would advice would you give to somebody that's listening and saying, "I, I don't even know where to begin to build a prayer life that is." i don't even know what that looks like you know i I think people sit down okay i'm gonna pray and then they sit down and they have no idea where to begin or what to do
0: you have to use everything at your disposal your body your mind your heart your emotions i think sometimes we think we have to you know just be a kind of like a mental a mental gymnastic type thing connecting with god Mm -hmm. my favorite form of prayer outside of the mass of course is to come into church alone and kneel down and just be there. Mm. For me, prayer is not saying prayers, although I do say a lot of prayers. Sure. But uh, I say the Liturgy of the Hours. This morning when I was reading the Liturgy of the Hours, the Psalms were very powerful to me. They really were. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's just a way to get started with the other form of prayer, namely just being with God. Yeah. Now, I cannot pray, you know, three hours at a time or one hour at a time or even a half hour at a time. That's not the way my my psyche works. That's why God didn't call you to be a monk. That's one of many reasons. (laughs) But I, I can pray often. And so I can take little snatches of prayer and just like, okay, Lord, here I am. Sure. And when I was in the seminary, I would stop in the chapel almost every night before I went to bed. It might be two in the morning because I was a late night studier. Yeah, and I would sit on the floor in front of the tabernacle. It was so cool. It, I'll never forget that the yeah. power of that experience.
1: I've heard you talk about that before. I mean, which yeah. just shows that yeah. it's very uh, prevalent in your memory. Yeah. Two things that I would suggest that because I'm a techie guy, so Jesus is on my phone quite a bit. Uh, I would say one, I have the Magnificat app and there are other apps too. Uh, so the Magnificat is, uh, you may be familiar with the book. It has all the mass readings for every single day. Uh, it also has morning prayer and evening prayer in it. So if you're just looking for a place to start, either having the Magnificat book or the app is great. And the app will actually send you push notifications. So you can say, remind me every day at 7am to do morning prayer. And every morning my phone sends me a little push. Hey, dummy, pray. It doesn't say that. It just says morning prayer. Uh, Another one that I discovered, uh, this is actually from Matt Frad. I heard on his podcast uh, as an app called Hallow, H-A-L-L-O-W. And it's different Catholic meditations. There's a daily contemplative prayer on the gospel for that day. Uh, It'll also guide you through the rosary, um, through the Angelus prayer, all different types of things. So,
0: Um, Those are very good And they're very helpful And that would probably work Yeah And I think that's the other half Of what I was saying Because I was basically saying Incredibly informal Just being there with God So I I don't think it's That I'm right and you're wrong
1: Oh I didn't think it was at all I was just
0: giving more options Yeah Did it sound that way? No But it sounds like uh, We're we're providing two different views of, Of the possibilities Oh I think that's something for everyone Yeah Okay Did we run out of time again? We did. We didn't even talk about the new song.
1: I guess you're just going to have to come to mass this weekend.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Let's come to mass this week and hear the new song. All right. It's called Send Me Out. So you're going to hear it at the end. Go. (laughs)
1: All right, guys. Take care.